You're listening to Purposeful Woman Podcast. This is a show that will help equip you to build healthy relationships so that you'll have the foundation you need to create a fulfilled life. Hello, everyone. My name is Yolanda Postel. I'm a relationship coach and the host of Purposeful Woman. I'm so glad you were able to join me today. Let's get into this episode. In today's episode, we are talking about the power of forgiveness. And I know, I know, I know it's a topic we hear often. Sometimes it's a topic we fight against because we know we have unforgiveness in our life and we don't want to forgive. But it's something that we give, but it's also something that we receive. And although we receive forgiveness, it can be one of the most difficult things for us to give. A common thread of our human experience is that we've all been hurt or betrayed. How or the circumstances behind it differs for each person, but pain, disappointment, it's something we all know. Unforgiveness creeps in when we've been offended by words someone said, something they did, betrayal by a loved one, We've been negatively impacted by others' behaviors or subjected to abuse. And it's natural. We're hurt. We're angry. We want to retaliate. We want to see them pay for what they did or how they behaved. But as much as we want to do that, it's something that negatively impacts us. And I think that one of the worst betrayals that we as women can experience is the betrayal of a friend because we form deep friendships, deep connections. Our friends are like sisters to us in many cases. We we talk, we hang out, we laugh, we share each other's secrets. So when one day you find out that They've been sharing intimate details about you or the worst, you find out they were constantly lying and have never been truthful. It can be completely devastating. In Psalm 41.9 in the New Living Translation, it says, even when my best friend, the one I completely trusted, the one who shared my food has turned against me. Even David in the Bible experienced hurt and betrayal. So you're not alone. When we go through hurt and betrayal from our friends, the ones we trusted, it's natural to want to shut yourself off from connecting to saying, you know what? I don't want new people in my life. I don't trust people. They, I can't open myself up because I can't trust that they will do to me what my previous friend or my previous person that I trusted did. But when we close ourselves off to connection, that's only hurting ourselves. And when we don't have connection, when we don't have people we trust around us, it the only person it hurts is us. And you find yourself lonely and wondering why you don't have a support system or why you don't have those around you that you need. And it's because you cut yourself off. 
And I know, you know, for a while there was that song, No New Friends, but there are still some good people in this world. And when you cut yourself off, you cut yourself off from those relationships that can really bring value into your life. I moved to Georgia 10 years ago. And I tell you, I have met some of the most genuine, honest people, some of the most caring people that I've ever met in my life. And had I shut myself off because of past experiences, I would have never gotten to know them and how great they are. But maybe you had a situation with a friend and it wasn't betrayal. Maybe you're upset at something they said. So rather than talking to them, you cut them off. The other person has no clue why. They don't know what they did. And they're hurting because they considered you to be a friend. And they don't even know how to make it right because they don't know what they did. And now you're hurt and they're hurt. And nothing good can come of that. So make it right. Go to that person. Tell them what they did. Give them a chance to explain. Maybe maybe they weren't even aware of how their comment landed. And so give them an opportunity to talk it out with you because you never know how that is going to change your relationship going forward and allow you to heal. And of course, there's hurt in a marriage that causes unforgiveness. You know, my husband and I, we went through a situation and I was completely hurt and devastated. I was angry. I couldn't even think straight. And I was so mad. And all I could do was see things through the lens of my pain. I wanted to leave. I wanted to just run away. Um, But I prayed and the Holy Spirit said otherwise. He apologized and made all the changes necessary to let me know that he was serious about me and our relationship. But I couldn't receive it. I was so full of anger and unforgiveness. I was cold. I was indifferent. I mean, ladies, I was downright mean to him. And one day, God just began to deal with me. And he showed me how I looked to him. He showed me how ugly my behavior was, how disappointing it was to him. He showed me how I was making my husband feel because I was in full retaliation mode. I wanted him to hurt. But his actions did not absolve me from my bad behavior. And so I was still accountable for my actions. And I had to really sit down and look at me and how ugly I was and how ugly my behavior was and how hurtful 
And you know what was crazy? In spite of all of that hurt and pain, I really had thought I had forgiven. We had conversations. We talked about it. And I told him I forgave him. And we proceeded to work through our problems. But I didn't realize that that unforgiveness had embedded so deep into my heart. And it became anger. And it became malice. And it became bitterness. Which began to show in my actions towards him. And so when I was sitting that day and, you know, the Holy Spirit was just dealing with me. I called my husband into the room where I was sitting and we talked and I apologized to him. I apologized for my behavior. I apologized for how I treated him. And I was in tears, but I let it go. And we were able to move forward. And now our relationship is completely healed. And we are in such a wonderful place that we never would have been in had I allowed my anger to destroy something that has been such a blessing to me. In Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 and 22, I'm not going to read it verbatim, but Peter goes to Jesus and asks him, how many times should he forgive his brother that sins against him? Seven times? I'm paraphrasing. And Jesus told him 70 times seven. That's 490 times. Let that sink in. And I guarantee you, in a marriage, you are going to forgive your spouse 490 times and then some. This year, I will be celebrating or we will be celebrating our 23rd wedding anniversary. I guarantee you, after 23 years, we have surpassed 490 times of forgiveness, right? Because I'm not keeping a tally on his bad behavior. He's not keeping a tally on mine. We forgive and we've moved, we move on. We've come through so much that things are just in a great place. Some of you, maybe you may not be married, but you may have some unforgiveness in your heart towards your parents. They weren't the parents you thought they should be. They didn't support you the way you thought they should. They were always working. They were never there for you. They didn't take time to listen to you. They were critical of you. They didn't allow you to express how you were feeling. They didn't protect you. And so you're angry. You hey, Some of you may even hate your parents for how they treated you. And I know there's the saying, if I'm, I think I'm saying it right, they did the best with what they had. Some things our parents did was because they just didn't know. Some things 
It's just a matter of their life experiences. Because you can only teach and share what you've experienced or what's inside of you. And some of the things our parents did or didn't do was out of ignorance. And now that I'm a parent, I I get it. I didn't do everything perfect. And there's a lot of things I did where I just feel like I didn't um, do things right. You know, I did the best I could. And my children, luckily for me, thank God, they they tell me I was a good mom. But, you know, there's some things we do as parents because we just don't know. Our kids, especially the firstborn, we make all kinds of mistakes. There is no parenting manual. Parenting doesn't come with a book. If your parent came from a background where they were abused or subjected to verbal abuse, if they didn't overcome that, then yes, you may find yourself a victim. And there are times where parents can be so terrible that yes, you have to get away to protect yourself. But it's still important to forgive because one thing I do believe is what we pour out is also what we get back. If we pour bitterness, unforgiveness, resentfulness, if we pour that out into our children or if they see us pour that out to others, eventually it's going to come back. Eventually that anger and unforgiveness and judgmentalness that you had towards your parents, if you don't get healed, it will come landing on your doorstep. So allow yourself to heal. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not saying you're going to heal overnight. And I'm not saying that everything is easy to overcome. But the healing is for you. Forgiveness is for you. Not for your parents. It's for you. So that your heart can be in the right place. Maybe the situations I previously mentioned don't pertain to you. Your relationships with your friends are good. You're in a good place with your spouse if you're married. And you you love your parents. You're you're all good. No unforgiveness there. But maybe, just maybe, you have some unforgiveness towards yourself. Are you struggling to forgive yourself? Sometimes forgiving ourselves can be one of the hardest things for us to do. There was a period in my life where I was just doing a lot of reflection. I guess you might call it a midlife crisis. <laughs> um, and I was just reflecting on different situations in my life, opportunities and things that I've done, past mistakes. And I was so angry with myself. I was so angry 
because of the opportunities that I allowed to pass me by. I was angry because I allowed fear to hold me back in so many different areas. And there was a lot of things I didn't pursue out of fear. I thought my time had passed and I thought it was done. I thought I was too old to pursue the dream and vision that God placed in my life. And I also was angry at the many things that I took for granted and the things that I didn't take seriously. And so I beat myself up for the longest time. And I was so mad at myself. And I had to just sit before the Lord and pray and sit in stillness as I do often. And I had to just know he forgave me. Why can't I forgive myself? And so I said, I forgive myself. And I just began to just forgive myself of everything that I could think of that I was beating myself up about. And I healed from that thing, that unforgiveness towards me. And y'all, I could truly say I am in a good place. But unforgiveness against yourself, it's a real thing. It is a real thing. So give yourself grace. Forgive yourself. Don't beat yourself up. We've all made mistakes. Forgive yourself and move forward. Joyce Myers has a book. It's called Do Yourself a Favor, Forgive. And she says in the book, staying angry at someone who has hurt you is like taking poison and hoping your enemy will die. In the end, unforgiveness, it only hurts you. You may think it's not affecting you, but it is. Have you ever talked to someone that has a lot of unforgiveness or a lot of things that they're angry at when it comes to things other people have done? Their voice will change. You look at their face as they're talking, their whole countenance will change. You could tell when they are talking to you that it is still fresh. And when they're talking, you could see that they are literally reliving the moment and become angry all over again, thinking about it. Like a wound trying to heal, but someone constantly rips off the scab. Eventually, it becomes infected. It shows up in your body in numerous ways. It could show up as depression, despondency. It could also show up as high blood pressure, heart attack, or stroke. And so your body, your mind is impacted by unforgiveness towards somebody else. 
Somebody else is literally making you sick. You know that phrase? They make me sick. Somebody else is literally making you sick, making your mind and your body and your spirit sick. Let that sit in for a minute. Is it worth it? I know some situations don't necessarily call for the relationship to be what it was. Apostle John Michael McKinney of Impact Center Church said forgiveness does not mean reconciliation. In other words, things don't automatically go back to the way they were just because you decide to forgive the other person. The other person must demonstrate a change in behavior. So you don't have to continue the relationship, especially if it was damaging to you or it subjected you or your loved ones to dangerous physical or emotional abuse. You don't deserve to be mistreated. Your children don't deserve to be mistreated. So by all means, get out of harm's way. And I'm not here to gloss over serious issues because I know some of you have experienced things that are so deep, so hurtful that you can't work through the anger and the unforgiveness alone. Some of you have been through rape. You've dealt with molestation or physical abuse or verbal abuse. And I believe in the power of prayer. But I also understand that sometimes therapy is needed to work through what you faced. And it's okay. It's nothing to look down on. It doesn't mean that you're weak. It means that you are human. And there is a scripture, and I'm going to read it. It's in the New Living Translation, Matthew chapter 6, verse 14. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. And this is for those of you that are believers, and even for those of you that aren't. We can't stand before God with unforgiveness in our hearts. He forgave us and continues to forgive us every day for things others may know. And he also forgives us and continues to forgive us for the things that are hidden in our hearts. And you think about that, God forgave us because some have done terrible things. And yet God forgave them. And we can't forgive others. Do we honestly think that when we stand before him, he will accept all the reasons why we can't forgive? That he's going to sit there and listen to your list of what so-and-so did to you? 
what the other person did to you? I don't think so. Because it's already clear. And so my prayer for every listener of Purposeful Woman is that God will heal you from every spiritual, physical, and emotional wound. That you will have the ability to extend forgiveness and grace to others and also yourself. That you will lay aside the weight of unforgiveness. That you will make the decision daily to forgive. Because sometimes it takes a conscious effort. Those thoughts of what the other person did continue to float to the forefront of your mind. And you have a choice when they do. You have a choice to relive over and over and over and over and over again. Or you could just say, I choose to forgive. And sometimes that's going to be something you will have to do repeatedly and pray and ask God to help you overcome. Go to therapy if you need to. And in the forgiveness process, you are going to shed some tears. But each time you choose to forgive, it's going to get a little easier. And so I just want to leave you with one final comment or thought. It's actually a quote by Louis B. Smeads. It says, to forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that the prisoner was you. Set yourself free from the prison of unforgiveness. Don't let it control you. Don't let it fester inside of you. The power of forgiveness, it will heal. It will heal you. It will set you free. Well, that concludes this week's podcast. You've been listening to Purposeful Woman with Yolanda Postel. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podbean and subscribe to Purposeful Woman. You can also follow me on Instagram at Yolanda M. Postel, Facebook at Yolanda M. Postel, and Twitter at Yolanda M. Postel. Go to movingtowardspurpose.com to sign up for my email list so you'll receive updates from me and also a free download of my ebook, 10 Keys to Build a Successful Relationship. And remember, relationships are the foundation for a fulfilled life. Oh, 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 oh,